Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Uh. Till the morning we dream so long. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when you come up. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. This week, we'll be previewing the John Deere Classic. Some may call it the fifth major. Some may call it a wait a week till we get to the, the British Open. <laughs> some may call it just let's degenerate in place of DFS, which we are here to do tonight. So we're a day late because of holidays. And you know what? It's the John Deere Classic. A day is not going to hurt anybody here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at BDN. Check the podcast at Always Press DFS. And my co-host, as always on the show, at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, man? Doing well. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah, and I didn't even realize it until we we moved the date that the the match is currently going on. So it's only the second hole. Who do you hope wins? Oh, Mickelson for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like Mickelson has grown on me. I normally wouldn't root for Phil, but uh, with uh, against Bryson, I mean, I just I can't root for Bryson, dude. That's what sucks is I love Rodgers. Like I'd pick Rodgers out of the four, but there's no way I'm rooting for Bryson. Like I want, I'd love Phil to just bury him in, in the grave, like the fourth, like bunker or something. It'd be so <laughs> great. Let's like destroy him, but down one as we start up. So we'll see how it goes. But Phil, at least the commentary will be good. We, yes. we know that much going into it. For sure. Um, any thoughts on the wonderful tournament last week at the Rocket Mortgage Classic? So believe it or not, I, I didn't watch any of it. I watched some Thursday and Friday, but I didn't watch any of it after that so i have no idea other than i did have a decent team and i didn't lose money so pretty excited about that i was uh full tilt on friday because going into thursday i did a 20 i did i did a cascade all six guys in the cascade were at least 200 or better i had three guys i think at 600 or better and one at four so like things are looking good all 20 lineups are cashing like i'm second in the junkies i'm like okay like dude guys don't do this well First Bryson trunk slams. Yeah. Then uh, Sadosi Kadira shoots just out of his a-hole and, and misses the cut. Uh, and it just turned into a, a rough week. Because I had Lebiota in the core. I had Seamus Power in the core. Um, yeah, it was it, it stung. Stung quite a bit. So what could have been, as we always say in the DFS world. But it was cool to see Cam Davis take one down. Another big playoff over the week. And hopefully we don't get another playoff this week. But we'll see. Uh, but Cam Davis got his. Um, other than that, I don't have a whole lot to take away from it. Like Phil, Phil had some controversies, I guess, whatever, like Detroit didn't like him or someone in Detroit didn't like him. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's what I guess what the rocket mortgage classic is going to be. That's just yeah. what it is. I'm with <laughs> it's, you. It's, I mean, it's really nothing crazy. It's, it's, it's cool to see these, uh, these younger guys get, get wins and, and this, that event and the John Deere classic are, you know, some of the places where they most definitely can do it. So. Yeah, so let's and believe it or not, this yeah. uh, the field this week is is worse than it was last week. Yeah, like I, I put into FanShare like last six tournaments in weak field events, and to the surprise of no one, we'll talk about it. The top of the field is the top of the FanShare thing. That's how it's like. It's easy to you don't even really need FanShare for that one. But I just wanted to see what it looked like for fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a weak field because most guys are like I'm going to play some Euro this week. You playing Euro this week? Yes, the Scottish Open is is definitely going to be played for sure. 
Like in my dumb head, I'm like, man, can it be like U.S. times? Like, oh, duh, obviously it can't. I'm not stupid, but I'm sitting there going, man, I because waking up, it's like I love the British Open, but you wake up and you know three quarters of the thing is gone, at least in the West Coast, and then you're sitting there going, well, I only get the DJ for like two hours now. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> but uh, it's yeah. fun to watch though on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Definitely, definitely, definitely look forward to that. And uh, the Scottish Open, it is a packed field. Like we won't get too much into it on this show, but. I know a lot of guys, there's guys that have been playing Euro the last few weeks in the Slack chat. So if you have questions, just come jump in there. I haven't fully dug in or anything. Maybe Jesse's got some tips at the end of the pod. I don't know. But um, I'm definitely going to have some lineups as well. I'll, I'll, there, the field is loaded, like really good stuff. So we'll have some fun with that. And if anything, it's Lynx golf, which is like my favorite golf. And it's European, like Irish, Scottish weather. It's going to be, it's perfect. It's doom and gloom. It's going to be beautiful. So I'm with you. Big fan of that. But let's talk John Deere Classic because it is all the fun this week, all the rave. Um, it's good stuff. If you guys want to play Corn Ferry Tour on DK, that's there as well. Might have an equally strong field. Um, but what do you have for passive history on the fifth major, John Deere Classic? Sure. So last year they didn't have it. Uh, it was canceled due to COVID. Um, 2019 champion was Dylan Fratelli, 21 under, two shots over Russell Henley. 2018 champion was Michael Kim, which I saw today – he hadn't had like a top 10 before his win. He hadn't had a top 10 maybe ever. I don't know, but he hasn't, he also hasn't had a top 10 since this win uh, in 2018, 27 under eight shots <laughs> over Bronson, Burgoon, Domin, Molinari, same rider. 2017 Bryson DeChambeau is a champion 18 under one shot over Rogers, Patrick Rogers, 2016 champion, uh, Ryan Moore, 22 under two shots over Ben Martin. Jordan Spieth has won this twice. Brian Harmon is actually a past winner here as well, as uh, as well as Zach Johnson, Steve Stricker. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like we make fun of the field because rightfully deserves it because it's a bad field, but it's going to be fun golf. The, the players there kind of bring some of these younger guys into play, which will be fun. And it's a cool track, TBC Deer Run. Like if someone said, do you want to go play it? I just, yeah, I play it in a heartbeat. Um, I actually know – some uh, John Deere salesman from out here last year actually got taken to go play in the pro-am out there. So that was pretty cool. And they said like one, one had to caddy for the other guy basically is what happened. But um, he said the course is freaking insane. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a really great, what you'd expect from a professional course, but it was, it was pretty awesome. It's a par 71, 7,268 yards. They, they seem like they just keep stretching out a little bit more as much as they can each time. Like it's never going to be a big track, but it used to be closer to 7,000 than to 7,200. So it's getting a little longer, still not crazy. Uh, bent grass greens are not super fast, like 11 and a half on the stimp. Um, they're 5,500-ish square feet, so kind of small, but not super small. Pebble Beach small. Um, there's water in play on three holes. Fairways are very, very wide and very, very uh, hittable. But you want to make sure, like accuracy is still key because you want to be able to, uh, to as a birdie fest, you want to have the nice angles and approach shots in for your wedges so you can uh, run hot with the putter because, Jesse, as we all love, this is a run hot putter week, <laughs> and that's just how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So um, what stats are you looking at this week? Yeah, I mean, birdie are better, obviously. Plenty of course history to to uh, to wait. Um, stroke scan approach off the tee, important. Par 5 scoring, I do believe, will be important as well. Um. Yeah, and then just luck box putting. Yeah, locks bucks putting. I like that. Um, yeah, par five scoring will be important because uh, at worst you have to birdie them. Right. Like eagles, you, most of the field can get there in two. So you throw an eagle in there, it's going to be tremendous, obviously. So so go that route for sure. 
Uh, looking at FanshareSports.com, promo code always press gets you 20% off the package of your choice there. Just a couple little things. You could navigate all kinds of different uh, research options and trends and whatnot, but guys coming in in good form. Last six events. I think this is kind of interesting since you might not know a lot of this field, um, but I'm trying to go with guys that have played at least three or more of the six that we're looking at. J.B. Holmes leads the way at 91.5 DK points. Mab McNeely second. Daniel Berger's third. Dylan Fratelli fourth. Matt Neesmith fifth. So, yes, that's what we're dealing with this week, Jesse. Good stuff. Um, last six events on bent grass greens leading in DK scoring. Martin Laird, Burgoon, Norin, Berger, C. Wu Kim. And then last but not least, I just did the last uh, six week field events playing here. Leading the way, Berger, Redman, but then Sung J.M., Cam Davis, Sebastian, or, uh, Jonathan Vegas, Sebastian Munoz. Vegas makes sense because he seems to, anytime it's a Bahamas or ocean little thing, like a, a secondary Puerto Rico, he seems to dominate those. So that's what you're thinking of here. Not the same type of courses, but the same type of fields. Um, with that being said, let's talk DK, Jesse. This is going to be a nice quick one for us tonight. Um, 10K and above, Berger at 11-1, Sungjae 10-7, Brian Harmon 10-4, Cam Davis 10-1. Who you like in here? I mean, none of them, really. Uh, I, I don't think I will play anybody above 10K. And I say that a lot, but I just really don't like absolutely love any of these guys. I mean, I think, obviously, Daniel Berger, favorite. I don't know what his odds are, but they're probably very low. Um, but I, do I want to pay 11100 for Dan Berger? You know, I, I don't know. He has played okay here, fifth in 2017, 33rd in 2019, coming off a top 10 in the U.S. Open. Has played well of late. I mean, but I, I just don't know. Brian Harmon at 10-4 would be my next pick. Um, you know, it seems like this kind of fits Brian Harmon. He's playing very well, too. He's got two t- t- two top 10s in his last three starts, and the other one was a top 20 at the U.S. Open. So, those would be my two guys that I would focus on up here. I'm, I don't definitely wouldn't play Cam Davis and Sung Jay, man. I, I just don't know where his his game has just been off. And maybe he'll get it figured out this week and then fly over to to- uh, Tokyo or whatever. But I, I just I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think everyone's going to try to get Burger in the lineups if they can, just for name value alone. Um, and it's a great play. Like I'm not going to say no. He is the class of the field. Pretty easy stuff. So if you want to go Burger, you can. I don't mind Sungjae, 26th here, last go-around. Finished eighth last week. He's made three straight cuts, 35th or better. Maybe he's starting to get it going again. I think this is the time to find out in a weaker field like this where we're talking ball striking is key, and he is one of the better ball strikers on tour. So I have no problem going Sungjae. I'm always a Brian Harmon fan. Paying 10-4 seems rough, but if you think this is rough, just wait till the next couple tiers because that's, <laughs> that's just the field we're in. At least Harmon has kind of justified with a lot of top 20 finishes, some top 10 finishes in there. And he's played well at this golf course. You mentioned a defending champion at one point in time. So I don't mind Harmon at 10-4. It's basically if I'm paying like 8K and above for the most part, I want stability because it just gets wacky as you go down. So paying up for a Harmon where I'm more more confident that he'll make the cut, I'm willing to do Sungjae. You'd think all these guys are going to make the cut, but anything's possible in golf. But I'll go Sungjae and Harmon up here in this top range is – Burger should be the, the chalk of the chalk. It's going to be good chalk, I think. But last time we said this about Burger was a, a bad field was PGA or AT&T. He went on to win the damn thing. So um, just little things like that. Did you see, and this is, I know this is going to be on the pod, but did you see that shot Bryson just hit? No, I was looking down at my computer. <laughs> I see there were their teeing off runs, but I'm only guessing what you're going to say. 392 yards, he hits three wood to about 12 feet. 
ISIL, it's elevated, so I can only imagine what he just did. So, and it's high elevation as well. It looks like a fake backdrop, doesn't it? Yeah, like that a, does. Like a, I mean, like it's a, a Hollywood backdrop. Like, yeah. oh my god! And then Phil just Phil just hit a bomb. Sorry to sorry to kind of. Oh, you guys are going to get this because this will be more entertaining than John Deere Classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but nine uh, K range. Russell Henley at ninety nine hundred dollars. Streelman at ninety seven. Kevin Na at ninety five. Norin ninety three. Wise ninety two. C Wu ninety one. And Seamus Powers nine thousand. Really good golfers priced yeah. up as well. So, what do you got here? Yeah, I'd much rather kind of spend like and, and kind of take your angle of buying into three of these guys versus spinning up and, and spend an extra two k on Berger or Harmon or whatever. But obviously, Henley's got some good course history. Second here uh, in his last start at this golf course, which was 2019, 27th uh, in his previous start. Um, obviously, he was contending for the U.S. Open, played well, two straight top twenties. Pretty good for Russell Henley. I think he's fine. 9,700. Struhlman, I'll take him as well. His his course history is kind of mixed. 7th, 44th, miscut, miscut, 44th, 8th. But he's playing really good. He, I know he missed the cut at the Travelers, but that was after back-to-back top 20s um, at some very tough courses. So I don't mind going to him. Kevin Naugh, I feel like, you know, could just up and win, even though he's 47th miscut, 32nd miscut, 29th miscut, 12th. WD in his last whatever starts, however many starts that is. I mean, it's just up been up and down year for him. He does have two top 15s and two missed cuts in his four starts at this course. Why is it 9,200? Uh, missed the cut in his last start in 2018, uh, 16th the year before that. Um, did have a top 10 at the Memorial, made the cut at the Travelers. And then Seamus Power, man, at 9,000. 9, I, I don't know if he'll be popular or not. I, I ended up playing him after he was, uh, I believe, a late ad in the yep. DK pool last last week uh, because of his form coming in. I mean, yep. the guys that missed a cut since the uh, AT&T way back in February um, finished eighth last week, two straight 19th place finishes before that, ninth place to finish all the way back at the Byron Nelson, just playing really solid golf at 9,000. I think he'll be popular, but I, mean, I don't know, man. It's just hard to fade that. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't – he's going to be popular just because of the recent form. But I'm with you. I was on him last week because of his current form. And then, you know, how often do you see a guy make a Monday qualifier and he's priced $7,600? Like, I don't think he – I think he was just a late ad. I think no, he, somebody dropped. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. I thought he, I think I thought somebody, he Monday queued. Okay. I think. Oh, you can, you're probably sure. right. You're probably I think right. he was just on the order of merit or whatever, and then he got in because somebody dropped out. Makes more uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, but even a late ad at seventy six hundred, you don't bucks, see it very often. No, they're usually they're usually almost all in the six Ks. It just shows, but it just shows how good he is, like you're saying. And I, I had him in my core. The second he's, I put him in my core, my yeah, guys did. So, like, I loves pumped going into the weekend if the other guys didn't shit the bed. So, um, I like him a lot as well. It's it's gonna be interesting. People see nine thousand. Do they want to pay that for Seamus, or do they see recent form and go? That's probably a good price in this field for Seamus Powers. Like yeah. That's just the way it goes. Um, I think it'll be more as that's a good price for Seamus Powers, but we'll see. So I like him with you. Uh, Henley's fine, totally fine in this field. I was kind of surprised he's not in the 10K range. I know he's 99, close enough, but I figured they would have bumped him up in there as well. So he's very, very viable. I think Streelman's really solid. That miscut at the Travelers maybe lowers his ownership a bit because coming into the Travelers, he was red hot. So yeah. if he would have finished well at the Travelers, like he'd probably be freaking chalkier than chalk. So both of those are great. I, I I don't want to name every guy here, but I'm about to. Um, I will say Kevin Naw. I like what you said there, and I like him if you want to be contrarian because most people fade Kevin Naw. So I think that's a really good angle to go there. Um, part of me says he's not going to withdraw because why would he even go to Deer Run instead of straight to um, England, that like or Scotland, wherever that could. 
It's Scotland, I believe, where it's at. So, like, why wouldn't he just go do that? He wants to get some good reps in here, maybe get a W. Kevin not likes money. That's what he does. So I think that one's interesting. I like Norin as a pivot. Fourth place last week, missed cut at the uh, Palmetto, but was playing overall pretty golf and a birdie fest uh, maker these days. So I like him. And then Wise is another interesting contrarian play because not many are playing him because his form's so wishy-washy. But my favorite guys here is Seamus Power. I'm, I'm with you 100% on that one. 8K range now. we got Patton Kazire at 89, McNeely 88, Troy Merritt 87, Glove at 86, ZJ 85, Lebby Yoda at 84, Ryan Moore at 83, Doc Redman 82, Sebastian Munoz 81, and then you got Johnny Vegas and Doug Gim at three or 8K. What do you like in this range? I think there's some guys here to play too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it obviously they're all overpriced from where we're used to paying up for them, but you just got to play it in the field. Mad McNeely 8,800. Uh, 44th here in 2017, his only start, has three straight top 30s on tour, um, including the, the 21st place finish last week. Troy Merritt, man, he was in contention for a, a long time. Um, he got into the playoff, right? Yes, yes. And he was just up around the, you know, around the leaders. I don't know if he was in the last group. Again, I didn't watch any of it last week, but uh, 7,100 bucks and scored 130 points last week. Uh, finished second. He hasn't missed a cut since the Wells Fargo back in uh, early May. Um, and when he kind of gets hot, he gets hot. You know, he had two straight seventh place finishes after that missed cut uh, back in May. So, you know, I, I like going back to him at 8,700 here. Um, Lebiota uh, would be an, another guy that I would I would definitely look at. 8,400. He did miss his cut in his only start here last year, but is was finished fourth last week, fifth the week before that. Um, and hasn't missed a cut since the Texas Open back in April. And then Vegas uh, is an up-and-down guy. I think he's a GPP type of play. Um, 37th, 44th, third in his last three starts at this golf course. Uh, is, uh, coming off a 57th place finish at the U.S. Open, very respectable. Finished second at the Palmetto, which is a lot more similar. It's not, it's not the same, but it will be, as far as the scoring goes, a lot more similar to this week. Um, so, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, Kazire at 89, I'll jump on uh, two top 30 finishes here, 25th last week at the Rocket Mortgage. Was playing great golf, a couple missed cuts in a row with the Palmetto and the Travelers. Hopefully he's back on track at 89 in this field. I'll give that a shot. McNeely playing great golf, love him in birdie fest. So McNeely at 88 is on the board. Lebiota was another guy in my core last week, fourth place, fifth place the last two weeks. Just playing really, really good golf. I think he's going to be very popular, very, very popular, but I think he's a great play as well. Uh, the other guys I had circled down here were um, Johnny Vegas. Like you said, I like him. Just He's either going to trunk slam you and just miss the cut, or you, he's going to go low, low, low. So that's what Johnny Vegas does. So I like him at 8K as well. And the Dougie Gim looks like he's starting to get it back again. Was playing really good golf, then a few missed cuts. But now a 54th and the 32nd last week. Gim at $8,000 is another guy I don't mind going to at the low 8K range. All right, 79 to 75. You got Stanley, Hal, Varner, Hostler, Fratelli, Flatbill, Stricker, Hickok, Straka, Lorensky, Pereira, Reeve, Lewis, Poston. It's starting to slowly get more interesting, Jesse. <laughs> what do you got here? Um, Kyle Stanley at 7,900. Uh, his, his course history is good. 18th miscut, 55th, 22nd, 18th, 63rd miscut. So, and it just, this seems like a misprice to me in this. I mean, he was 7,600 last week, and he's 7,800 this – or 7,900 this week, 79? Yeah. 7,900 this week. It, oh, it seems off. It's either a, like a, a fish price or 
I mean, I just, I, I just can't figure it out. Um, you know, so anyways, I, I like Kyle Stanley quite a bit at that price. I mean, 7,900 bucks, uh, Bo Hostler at 78 is one of my favorite plays on the board. And, uh, you've already gotten the email for the one and done. Um, I did that. So oh, you went that bold. Cause yeah. I like Hostler too. I hadn't, I hadn't opened your email yet. I saw it come yeah. in about two yeah. minutes beforehand. So yeah, so you, may, you may take, uh, you may take that as a, uh, a grain <laughs> of salt there or whatever, but, uh, finished 26th here last year and it's three straight top 25s on tour, including 25th last week. Seems to be playing very well. Pat Perez, man, mm-hmm. 7,700. I, I, I'm just playing him, dude. I mean, like, you know, his, his course history is it's not great. 37th, 55th, miscut, miscut, WD, miscut, 39th. But, I mean, of late, you know, 14th last week, did miss the cut the Travelers, 10th the week before that. Been playing really well, 7,700 bucks. I like him quite a bit. And then Chez at 75. Course history is, is good. Uh, you know, miscut, 39th, 65th, 15th, 68th, 5th, miscut. Coming off a of miscut, he's, I mean... I just feel like he could potentially find it this week. Take a chance on him. What about Tom Lewis? Are you? Um, He's on my list. Feel, yeah. So I yep. saw him like because he he started out really well last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I just thought, fuck, I didn't play him, and I know Bubba mentioned him. So are you <laughs> back on him? I'm back on him, especially in a field like this. It's been one of those. He's been super cheap. We joke about it. The Slack checks. He's on such a great run, and we kept wanting to play him, and we didn't play him, and blah blah blah. Then we started playing him. He started missing cuts. And then we kind of been half toe in the water playing him. And he's starting to play good again. So maybe it's an omen. Don't play him because I'm going to play him. I don't know. But I think it's 7,500 bucks. It's really good. Uh, 25th last week, 47th at Travelers. Also, has never played here before. And I think a lot of people are going to focus a lot on course history here on this weird event. That could kind of get Tommy Lewis under the radar. So I like him at 75. I definitely know. Uh, a few others, Richie Warwinski, three straight made cuts at this event, 25th last week at the Rocket Mortgage. He can get birdies and bunches. So I like Warwinski at 76. Um, Stricker at 77. He's the old man, but I can't ignore him. He's you know won three times here. He's four straight made cuts back to 2015. Just won the, the senior players, makes cuts even on the PGA Tour. $7,700 is not sexy. Maybe just cash game only if you're playing cash, but don't mind him. Flat Bill's definitely on my list of 77. We talk about him every week. He's playing really good golf. He missed the cut of the Travelers, but 14th last week, 10th at the Palmetto. Well, last week in the Palmetto kind of resembled what we're about to see. So I'll take my chances with Mr. Flat Bill on that one at uh, 77. And then the other one I had, I had Bo Hostler down as well, playing really good golf. Hard to ignore what he's doing right now, especially in a field of this magnitude at 77. People forget Bo was like well, the next big thing at one point in time. So maybe he's, you know, figuring things out all of a sudden. So Bo at 78 doesn't bug me at all. 7K to 7,400. He got circled. You might have to take most of this. I, yeah. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of this range. Um, I mean, I guess Hubbard might be playable at, at 74. He's off a of miscut. He's missed yeah, two he, straight he cuts here. Good. Uh, Henrik Norlander is the guy that I would definitely focus yeah. on. Uh, 27th here in 2016. Missed the cut in 2013. Uh, has made three straight cuts. Has, has kind of flashed a little bit um, of some some form there. So. 7300 bucks. I think he's definitely worth a shot. And then the only other guy I got down here is Jim Herman at 7000. Now he's missed four straight three straight cuts at this course. He did have a top 10 back in 2013. Um has two straight top 26s on tour though. And I think he's coming up to defend his title next week at the uh Shaving Cream Open. I I think Beautiful. he won in 2000 
19 because they didn't have it last year. I think you're right. Yes, I, you are correct because he. I remember him sweating through his shirt profusely. <laughs> but he might be. I don't know. Did, I don't think that gets you an exemption into the the Open Championship. No, I don't think. Unfortunately, I don't think the Barbasol does. <laughs> It's we refer we refer to it as a shaving, shaving cream open. Shaving okay, cream, yes. I apologize. I apologize. I will continue to call it that from now. That's on. the local name. Sorry, shaving cream open. That is <laughs> phenomenal. Is Barbasol like local down there or something? No. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how that the, got the, 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 the tournament originated in Alabama, oh. and then they moved it up here and brought the sponsor with it. So I I really I I, I, do, I don't know. <laughs> That's outstanding. I have no idea. I mean, like it should be like the Lexmark open. It, I think Lexmark <laughs> is still a company or, you know. It's called the Wildcat Open or the Bluegrass Open or something. I mean, App Harvest Open at this point. I mean. There you go. There you so. go. That works. All right. 7,400 for me. You didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyways. It's Patrick Rogers week. Made four straight cuts on tour. Three straight cuts here, including second place back in 2017. I'll go back to Patty Rogers at 74. I like Norlander Call, another guy that's playing really good golf at $7,300. Um, other than that, though, man, who? It's um, it's not pretty. I was just looking like um, past event history. Like you have Vaughn Taylor, sixth year last go around, made three straight cuts here, but back to back missed cuts on tour. Usually plays good at shorter courses. So if you want to take a chance with him, you can. Martin Laird popped in the fan chair stuff. If that means anything to you, you got Kadira, who before the missed cut last week is actually playing really really good golf. So you can jump on him again. And the guy that kind of surprised me because I think he's doing it more on the Corn Ferry Tour is T Dunks, twenty sixth here last go around, twelfth the year before that. And he's made three straight cuts overall. You know, 52nd, 54th, and 60 aren't great finishes. But uh, Duncan at 7K could be a guy we've seen win some uh, not-so-big events as well. So another guy to check the box on that one. It gets even better. 6K <laughs> range. Um, literally, who are you throwing darts at? There's actually some names down here. I mean, There's almost uh, more names here than in the 7K bottom Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by some of these prices. Uh, like, been on at 69. I'm not going to go through, like, each and every one of these, like, all the shit that I usually say, but been on Harry Higgs, Vincent Whaley, Sam Ryder right there, you know, 68 and above, um, I think it's playable. Roger Sloan's, I think is very interesting at 60, 68 or 69, excuse me. He's made the cut twice in a row here. Uh, he finished 10th last year is coming off a, a pretty good week last week, finished 21st. Uh, he can make birdies and bunches when he gets going. It's just, you know, obviously a matter of if and when on there. I mean, if it's me, I'm going to try to avoid being down anywhere below about 68. You know, Streb is down there. Duffner's down at 67, but I'm just not, man. I just can't. For some reason, I don't understand it at all whatsoever. I guess it's maybe just because I've so heavily weighted on recent form. Bill Haas at 6,400. My model just absolutely loves him. He finished 10th here last year. He's coming off a of 25th after four straight miscuts before that. So take that for what it is at 6,400. If you're all the way down there, that would be uh, the uh, low pick of the week, I guess. Yeah, he went. He played well at the Palmetto. That's probably what's checking the box. But I'm with you on Sloan at 69. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, Sam Ryder I had down. Sabatini it's interests me at 66. Another guy that can play short courses really, really well. Um, not coming in the best of form, though. You know, one, two, three. Three straight missed cuts. Might have a little been a fourth at the 67th, but 26th to Byron Nelson. So not the best of form. Uh, 19th place finish here in 2017. He's a guy you can look at. J.J. Spawn at 66, playing well over the last few weeks uh, and definitely can birdie in bunches if you're going to look for a punt play. Uh, the two that I actually don't mind down here, though, if you just want to say screw it, is Peter Malnati. Three or four made cuts here. 54th of the Travelers, but then a bunch of missed cuts 
in between there. And then Chris Baker never, he hasn't played here, but he's coming in with uh, three straight made cuts, including a 26th of the U.S. Open, 60th of Palmetto, 58th at the Rocket Mortgage. And the last guy I'm going to ask you about is it Teeter Week? Man, I hope so, but I might want to save him if you're going to play him in one and well, done. Next use week. him next week if you have <laughs> okay. the uh, the shaving cream open. Um, I don't know, man. Teeter's uh, he he played pretty well last week. He made the cut uh, with the late run, ended up finishing 58th. You know, he's made some cuts uh, this year. He did miss the cut to Byron Nelson, but of late, he's you know he's made his last two. So at 63, I could see it. You know, he's he's missed one cut since 2010 at this course. No, not great finishes, but again, you're down here at 63. So, I would say if you're down here, yes, I'm with you. All right, recapping it real quick: 10k and above. Who's your one choice? I'm gonna say Harmon. Yeah, I'll go Sungjae. Uh, 9k. Who's your you know, the two? You can. I'm just power. I'm just going all in on power. I'm with you. I like that one quite a bit. If I had to pivot off of power, I'd say Norin to be a little different. I like that. Uh, I like I like I like your thinking. Yes, just be a little different. Uh, 8K range. Go ahead and go with two. I'm going to say McNeely and uh, Merritt. I like the McNeely call. I'll go McNeely and Vegas. Those will be my two. 75 to 79. Who's your favorite? A hustler. I'll go flat bill, but there's actually a few I like there. It's not too bad. Uh, 7K to 74. Um, Norlander. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Oh, Patrick Rogers. I'll be different. Patrick Rogers. Uh, and then 6K, who's your f- favorite 6K play? Sloan. I'll go Chris Baker. Save some cash. Have some fun there. 65 hundo. All right. We're not going to start a cash lineup, but if you're starting a GPP lineup, <laughs> who are uh, three guys you like in this one? Um, so, if, if obviously, GPP. I, I'm, I've am i already said I'm playing power. I, I don't care. I mean, I, I do think he's going to be high on, but I'm still going to play him. Like Mav at 88, that still leaves 8K. Um, I like your Perez call. I also like Perez, and I'm also on Hostler. So, yeah, you can do a lot, and you can eat some of the chalk because I've been doing that a lot lately. Like all like three or four chalky guys, and these get one or two, and then that doesn't matter. Like you're totally like Seamus Power is low, uh, Kadira is always low because no one wants to play him. Uh, little things like that. Your 6K guys will be low enough. Just put it that way. So you'll be fine. Yep. Um, for me, I'll start off with. Uh, I'll go with Sungjae, um, Flatbill, and Tom Lewis. We'll start with those ones. See where that one goes. That's freaking ugly. Um, <laughs> who do you have winning this thing? Uh, that I'll have odds up. So if you got them up, go yes, ahead. Throw out some names. I got them. Um, guys like McNeely's forty to one. That tells you everything you know. Shamus yeah, Powers mean, thirty-five to one. <laughs> that's 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 hard to think about, but I mean, I think it's fair. At, it's at fair. forty. At forty, I don't mind McNeely at forty. You know, at worst, you could probably get okay odds, like on a top twenty or something. He's gonna make a ton of birdies. Like this, I say it too much. I won't even say it. Top twenty week, folks. But like Tom <laughs> Lewis is eighty to one. I, or Norlander at hundred to one. Go get some top twenties uh, on them. I think. That's got some very, very good uh, viability because, yeah, Bill Hostler, 60 to 1. That's your boy. Go put a, yeah. something on that. I could that, I could definitely see that. 60 to 1 on Bo. Um, 35 on Seamus Power is not terrible. Uh, and if you want to go, like, super deep, I would uh, maybe donate your money to charity. The thing is, I would not be shocked if anybody deep wins this. Like, you could see a 1 oh, no. to 1 or something oh, winning this thing. This is one of those well, weeks. going to be? <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Like, Vincent Whaley's in this field. I didn't even notice him in the DK algorithm. Let me, like, see where the hell he's at. He's 6,800. Like, 
why are we not talking about Vincent Whaley? What did I miss here? He had a 58th last week, had a couple missed cuts in a row after going bananas before that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be interesting. 6,800 bucks for Vin. Uh, that's a fun one. But yeah, it's it's great. You got Grayson Murray in the field. If anybody's feeling like giving their money away, that's always fun. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one to say the least. Remember when Will Gordon used to be good? Yes. That was, that was a fun conversation at one point in time. So, yeah, we'll see. Going to be a fun one. Maybe wait until like a Saturday in-round bet. That might be a better situation. But I, I made a reaction on this while this you were talking, and I think it might have slowed you down for something. That missed putt by Bryce, by birdie putt by Bryson on three, did he miss that intentionally? Like no. he pushed that so hard to the right. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was doing, but that was an epic three putt. Yes. Um, yeah. Now they're over in the trees looking, looking for a looking ball. For Aaron's ball. I mean, poor yeah. guys. Poor guys don't have spotters out there. Just automatically, you know, <laughs> just or, one of or us. the fans. Yeah, just one of to, us. To automatically, there's uh, no backdrops to bounce it off of behind the green. What are these guys going to do? Yeah, I, I went up and played. Uh, this is we're kind of getting going off the deep end here. If you're still listening, I, I appreciate it. But I played uh, Keen Run yesterday, which is the sister course to Champions, which is where they play Barbasol, and they put a picture up of you know Champions. Uh, and the on eighteen, they got the stands at the left, and I was like, "Man, I wish we could have played champs, you know, yesterday. That way, I could bounce one, just bail out to the left, and bounce one, and get me a nice little drop." <laughs> <laughs> and, there, oh, and everybody in my group was like, "Oh, that was last year's pick." I'm like, "Whatever, figures, figures." Fucking um, fake news. If anybody wants to watch or go check out Homa's t- timeline, like the last three days, it's been gold for one, and. uh he was talking about it on one of the par threes at uh, in Detroit. He's all really peculiar place to have the backdrops. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so <laughs> even he's like making fun of it. Like this is ridiculous, guys. I mean, it's right on the. It's like it's in play. They're in play. I'm yeah. sorry. Whatever. Yeah, whole other whole other thing that if you've listened to us long enough, you know we can't stand it to begin with. But uh, it's going to be a fun week. Enjoy it. Uh, we have a major, final major of the season yes. next week. That'll be a that. blast. Uh, the Open Champ, which I still call it the British Open because that's what it's always been to me. Um, if you are playing the Scottish Open, come jump. Do you have any quick pointers? You I don't. No, I haven't it. looked at anything yet. Yeah. Slack chat it because like the field is loaded. Once we actually get to like look at it and stuff, we might have a better idea of things. There's somebody in there will. I guarantee you that. Uh, Kevin's probably playing. I know that for a fact. So there'll be a bunch of guys in there. So come check that out. It's free. Just get us your email address. We'll, we'll put you in there. But uh, otherwise, find me on Twitter at BDentric, Jesse at DFS Golf Gods, Bryson DeChambeau playing out of the pine trees right now. Um, And you guys have a great week. Enjoy. Don't lose all your money. Save it for next week. We'll see you guys later.